Well, hello, and welcome back to another fine, scary episode of Ghost Stories Told from the South. I am your host, Stephen LeBooth, and we've got some creepy, creepy ghost stories for you. Welcome to Ghost Stories Told from the South, and I've probably already said that. But, all right, ma'am, there's my scary intro. All right, I'll quit being a dork. I hope everyone is having a good, had a great week this week. <coughs> hope your weekend's starting out fantastic. I got some great stories to tell you. Sorry I'm running a little late this morning. Being kind of up and down all week with my fucking sinuses. Sorry about dropping the F-bomb. But, uh, yeah, I just... Uh, excuse me, my sinuses have been driving me up the wall, up and down, and then I woke up this morning with a splitting headache because we had some storms coming in. So, if you hear anything in the back, that's just storms. Usually I don't record when storms are coming in, but this one ain't bad. It's just some slow rain, a little bit of thunder, a little bit of lightning. So I figured it'd be great to go along with the ghost stories today. Just want to say thank you once again for everybody listening. And man, it's uh, it's doing good. Numbers are doing great. Downloads are going up. Uh, memberships keeps going up. So you guys keep doing what you're doing. I love how I'm growing. And uh, thank you on YouTube. I'm growing there too. So y'all guys go check that out. And uh, yeah, man, I'm just excited. And uh, it's it's I'm very excited of where I'm at for doing being the fourth year doing this. So I'm very excited. Just want to say thank you to everybody from around the world that listens. I've got great supporters from a lot of different countries. So, but enough of all. I can't even freaking talk. Enough of all that. Um, we are gonna get down to some ghost stories. You know, we're still talking about roads. And I believe all of these roads today, one of them is in Texas and the rest are in Oklahoma. So, without further ado, why don't you get that nice warm blanket, poke the fire a little bit, get you some hot cocoa or some hot coffee, get nice and cozy, and buckle in for some haunted, haunted, scary road stories. Our first story is the Patterson Road in Houston, Texas. Now, this one's going to be covering a lot because it's going to be covering, um, I think, two bridges on this road. So, And there's some other places along this road that are haunted. So this is a pretty uh, haunted place. Let's get down to it. The Haunted Patterson Road. The Haunted Patterson Road Bridge. The Civil War was bloody and, and devastating and devastating in claiming the lives of hundreds of thousands of U.S. soldiers. With a path that left many deaths in the wake, there are many places that are said to be haunted by the spirits of soldiers who may still be looking for peace. Numerous spots in the, in, in the U.S., are said to be haunted by the ghost of the Civil War, including the haunting of Patterson Road Bridge in Houston, Texas. 
The haunted strip of asphalt in Houston was home to a particularly vicarious and bloody battle. And since then, many people have reported otherworldly occurrences periodically on the uh, Langham Creek Bridge on Patterson Road. The History of Patterson Road in the Langham Creek Bridge There is some dispute as to what happened near the creek in the site of the future Patterson Road Bridge. The general consensus occur, agrees that Civil War soldiers engaged in some kind of some kind of battle. On uh, they, anyways, they came to the conclusion that there was some kind of battle of skirmish on that site. One story suggests that it was the site of a German settlement. That was pro-union. Pro-union. These settlers were outest and killed by Confederate troops who wanted to ride the land of Yankee uh, influence. Another tale, another tales of peached fighting between two red tag militaries who somehow managed to feed each other off of the uh, land. It wasn't a strategic. It wasn't a good battle. So the truth around the area is a bit muddy and is less. The truth around the area is a bit muddy and there's not a whole lot of written, recorded uh, stuff about it. So they're not really for sure and accurate on some of these stories. Is the Patterson Road Bridge haunted? Some people think it is. The Patterson uh, Road Bridge over Longham Creek is haunted. There have been several sightings and stories over the years. People have reported seeing ghostly figures as they make the uh, turn to cross the bridge. Seeing... Visions of pale men standing by the side of the road. They appear for a brief moment, then vanish as soon as your headlights hit them. The Patterson Road Bridge Ghostly Tapings There have been numerous reports of tapings on cars on the haunted bridge. According to those who have experienced it, the noise happens only at night. And it's only when you're on the bridge itself. Some people will park on the bridge and turn the uh, turn their headlights off. The taping is said to begin and sounds like metal is lightly tapping on the, something metal is lightly tapping on the car. The sound is unexplained, but it's definitely not far fr- not not from wind. Are <clears throat> no natural phenomenon can explain the sound. Witnesses say the noise comes in rapid sessions as if the ghosts are trying to notify the passengers. All right. And that's it for 
the Patterson Road. So tell me what y'all think about that place. I've never been there, but if you have, please tell me. Let me see. I think I got... No, I don't have any more on the Patterson Bridge. But yeah, on the Patterson Road. So yeah, if you're ever around Houston down that area or if you live down there, uh, tell me about some of these urban legends and some of these ghost stories. You know, DM me. Tell me about the old Patterson Road. Excuse me. All right. Well, let's get on with the next one. All right. Our next story is the ghostly tales of Oklahoma Route 66. Uh, now, uh, Route 66 used to be an old uh, old highway they built back in the day. I don't remember. I don't know the specific date or time or anything. But it went from Chicago to, uh, to California, to the coast. And a big chunk of it goes through Oklahoma, of course. So this is some of the stories from around Oklahoma where the, uh, they have seen sightings on uh, Route 66. Claymore, Oklahoma, long ago, a, na- a Native American student was attending the military academy at what would later become Rogers State University. As we have unfortunately heard too many times, the youth was accidentally killed during a hazing ritual. His spirit, his spirit is not at peace as he haunts the halls during the midnight hours. Bird Hall is where the Indian footstep, the Indians, the, uh, the Indians' footsteps have often been heard in otherwise empty buildings. Two janitors have reported hearing those odd footsteps in toilets flushing and empty bathrooms and other strange phenomenons throughout the building. This one comes to us from El Reno, Oklahoma. If you're traveling, if you're traveling the Mother Road between Weatherford, Oklahoma, and uh, El Reno, Oklahoma, at night, keep your eyes open because legend has it that an elderly, an elderly humpbacked man haunts these parts of the old old Mother Road, said to appear in a brown trench coat, wearing a Boggy style hat pulled down over his eyes. He was he has often been spotted walking along the old highway, especially on foggy or rainy nights. Reportedly, one person picked its old figure up one wet evening, and the eerie little man would not talk to him. Soon, the vagabond tried to jump out of the moving car. The driver immediately pulled over to the side and let him out, only to spot the man walking again several miles ahead of the driver on the on down the road. Now that would be kind of creepy. You let this uh, person or ghost or entity out of your car, and then a couple miles down the road, you see him again in front of you. Pretty crazy. Another person said they thought they had it that they had hit the man with their vehicle, but when they stopped to check on him, no one was there. So do you believe these claims of these people? And here is a reader story. 
This is a, I guess, a reader that sent this in. A reader. <laughs> well, I guess you could say that a reader to this guy. Guy's a deal. And he wrote him in and tell him about his experience on the road. While driving be- between Yukon, Oklahoma and El Reno, Oklahoma, I suddenly saw a white mist run in front of my car on a clear day. I slammed on the brakes as I felt the car hit someone or something. The wet mist, mist falling between, falling beneath the front of the vehicle, my twelve-year, my twelve-year-old daughter was with me and looked at me as if I lost my mind. I stopped and got out, looking under and behind the car as my daughter looked on. There was nothing there. the in, The incident was haunted the incident has haunted me for years though i continue to travel that same road every day i have i have never had that experience again that's pretty crazy could you imagine thinking you hit something and being in panic mode and like oh oh shit i hit somebody i hit somebody you get out and nothing's there that would trip me out too man I don't blame the guy. All right. See what we got next. I don't know why I don't have that one. Hmm. I'm missing a story. Ah. Well, poo. I thought I had that story wrote down, but I don't guess I did. <laughs> well, all righty then. Okay, chubbies. All right, we are going to go with, and not all of these roads are in Oklahoma. I'm sorry, they're Oklahoma and Texas. My next story is Oklahoma, of course. And this one's called A Haunting in Bristol, Oklahoma. Now, I know you're like, I thought you said you were doing roads. Well, I'm doing this town and this intersection and this uh, little place because it's right on the intersection of uh, Route 66 and another road. I can't remember. but So that's why I'm doing this one. This one is entitled A Haunting in Bristol, Oklahoma. Do you believe in ghosts? Employees of a local <coughs> convenience store most likely, most certainly do, and with good reason. For many, for okay, for many, for many, Halloween is a time to indulge our need for fear by watching horror movies. Or or taking a trip through a haunted house. Scary stories of ghost hauntings are shared over hordes of trick-or-treat candy. However, for some employees of a local convenience store, these stories are all too real. According to the employees of uh, Kay's Corner, located north of of Bristol at the intersection of... Highway 66 and 48 has been the site of many spooky happenings. One former employee recalls an incident in which a ghost 
tried to help her with her nightly closing duties. Now, this is the words from the person telling the story. I was cleaning the bathroom, and the light just flicked off and flicked off and the toilet flushed. I ran out of there so fast I couldn't go back into the bathroom for two weeks. Other employees employees report bizarre occurrences as well. One member when she was cleaning the cleaning the uh, Coke machine and a hostess snowball came hurling at her. It landed at my feet, she said. The rack was quite a ways from me. I know it couldn't have just fallen off and landed where it did. Think, man, that see that's another thing that'd creep me out. I mean, I would if I was working at a store or working somewhere like that and something flew off the shelf, let's say three or four feet away, yeah, I'd be like, What the hell? Employees believe that the ghosts may not be alone. We think that there are many or we think that there may be more than just one. We think there we think there's ghosts that's kind of a joker and then that may not be so nice and then one that not one that not may be so nice. In November excuse me. In November of 2024, Bristol resident Scott Lawrence and a team from the organization Proof, excuse me, set up audio and visual equipment after hours at the K's corner to see if they could detect anything. I guess this is another quote from uh, one of the investigators. Bluntly, I did not believe there was anything there, says Lawrence. He also notes that it usually takes more than one visit to a site to determine if there are indeed spirits lurking on the premise. In preparation for the investigation in 2004, Lawrence researched the area in the surrounding K, uh, surround, mm, researched the area surrounding K's corner. It found out that a young woman following or following a fight with her husband was hit by a semi truck as she tried to cross old uh, old highway 66 right in front of the land that is now occupied by Kay's corner i have also heard reports from people that they have seen a young woman standing in the window of the ab- of the abandoned house that was owned by the lady that was killed Though Lawrence is no longer with the uh, group proof, he continues to do freelance work and said that he would be interested in reinvestigating Kay's corner. Regardless of the outcome of the investigation, employees insist that there is something in the building. They maintain, <clears throat> they maintain maintain that there have always been unexplained noises in several insta- instances of lights unexplained going on and off, radios coming on with no explanation who, whatsoever. One former, former employee refused to go to the kitchen area because 
She said she got a bad feeling. I would just walk in there, and the hair on the back of my neck would just stand up. Lawrence, Lawrence says that all the equipment in the world is no match for a uh, person's instincts. Basically, he's saying there's, not a be- there's nothing better than the human body for, you know, feeling ghosts and stuff than machines. Because think about it. Like this woman. You know, maybe a, a lot of machines wouldn't pick that up, but she was picking up a bad vibe, you know. So just, just uh, you know, don't always rely on the machines. Sometimes you got to rely on your gut feeling. Lawrence says that all the, okay, never mind. The uneasy feeling that, okay. Okay, well, I hope you all enjoyed that one. That one sounded pretty good, too. I don't know if I'd work there, but um, it scared the Shanikas out of me. Yes, the Shanikas. All right, let's get on with our next story. Our next story is the Old Green Road in Katy, Texas. Katy, Texas is a little suburb, like right out, right out of uh, Houston. The Old Greenhouse Road. The Old Greenhouse Road is in northeast, nor or northwest Houston, west of Baker Cypress, and south of West Little York. Not to be confused with Greenhouse Road. Oh, not to be confused with Greenhouse Road. The old Greenhouse Road is a small stretch of road that connects two parts of Keith Horrell Boulevard. There have been several accidents on this road over the years. And unfortunately, one of them involving an elder woman was a fatality. Her ghost still seems to haunt this stretch of road. The most consistent way to make her materialize seems to seems to be to drive there at night. So basically, if you're going to go see this uh, ghost woman, go at night. Turn off your headlights and continue down the road at a very slow speed. Sometimes a mist will start to form and if the mist lingers long enough, it will turn into a human form. The mist seems to form the mist seems to form most often on the bridge that goes over Bear Creek. This is where the uh, human form is most often seen. We know very little about the ghost, but one of the prevailing theories is is that ghosts have very little energy that they're able to affect the physical world with, and the ghosts might be using the natural moisture and condensation in the air to take form. If the manifest manifestation lingers longer, lingers long enough, it will approach you. The best times to see the ghost are on clear nights. Uh, clear nights are after a slight rain. There have also been reports of ghosts of a ghostly woman laughing and even a baby crying. 
So if you guys are ever down old Greenhouse Road and you experience anything, let Stephen know. And if you live down there, and if you've had any experiences with this road, tell me about it. Go to my DMs, go to Facebook, look for Ghost Stories Told Us in the South. And uh, yeah, or if you live there and you haven't been to this road yet, go check it out for me. Tell me what you get. <laughs> well, this is my last story. Sorry, this one's a little short today, guys. I didn't mean to make it that way, but I screwed up and left out a story, and I don't know how I did that. So, excuse me. All right, our last story is Highway 20 in Oklahoma. Oh, I'm sorry. This one is a Highway 20. Oklahoma has more hauntings and ghost stories per capita than any other state in the Union. There is an uncountable number of scary places, urban legends, and strange tales that can be heard just about everywhere you go in the Sooner State. We have haunted houses, forests, hotels, restaurants, hospitals, asylums, and even a haunted highway. Is It's one of Oklahoma's most mysterious and scary and active hauntings. Have you ever heard, heard the legend of Highway 20? That spooky stretch of road that runs from prior to Tulsa, Oklahoma, is rumored to be haunted by a, phenom, a phenom, phenom, excuse me, or a phantom a hitchhiker looking for a ride. The spirit is described as a young boy around 10 to 12 years old by those who have seen him. A few people have even stopped and given him a ride. I have some friends and family that live in the area who have actually seen this ghost. This isn't me saying this. This is the story I've got off the internet. So I do have family that live up there, but I've never heard anything about Highway 20 until I looked it up. I have traveled the route myself on several occasions, but haven't experienced anything yet. If you're going to Rocklahoma, and if you don't know what Rocklahoma is, it's like a big concert they do in Oklahoma over the weekend, and bands come from everywhere, and they have they have a lot of bands, and, they, and their bands range from the 80s, 90s to present, so it's a pretty good venue. Go check it out. If you're Okay, anyways. If you're going to Rocklahoma, more than likely, you'll be on Highway 20 at some point. That's why I first heard about the ghost story. So you might want to keep the doors locked, and whatever you do, do not slow down or pull over to or pull over on the shoulder for any reason. So when did this ghost story of our, uh when did this ghost story or urban legend get started? It actually it's actually quite old and is traced back to 1965. A woman named May Dora was traveling down Highway 20 heading to Pryor, Oklahoma late one night. When she was pa- when she passed a school and saw a young boy out front, she stopped to make sure he was uh, all right 
and ended up driving him or ended up giving him a ride home. Or so she thought. What started out as a normal drive quickly became paranormal. After Maya picked up the young boy, the young man to give him a, a lift home, they headed towards Pryor, Oklahoma. They begin talking, and the boy tells her he was into basketball and was an athlete. This, the conversation centers around his love of sports and the school where she picked him up at. Eventually, the boy asks to be let out and tries to describe where he lives. At some point, the boy becomes upset and begins to cry and ask her to pull over. When she pulls over and looks in the uh, back seat, the boy had vanished. Since then, several people have reported seeing the young hitchhiker while traveling down Highway 20. It's been a scene of very, uh, it, he's been seen at, ver at various, he has been seen in more than one place along the road between Pryor and Tulsa, where his old school was located. Some have even stopped and attempted uh, to give him a ride, not realizing he was a ghost. You can bet if I'm ever traveling down Highway 20 and see more than one side of the, or see someone on the side of the road, especially if they are a young-looking hitchhiker, I will not be stopping again. I have been down this road numerous times and haven't seen anything yet out of the order, out of the ordinary. But there's always a chance, according to according to the family and friends, I have who live in the area and travel the road all the time. Maybe I should avoid traveling down the road. <laughs> so, if you guys want to go check some stuff out, if you live up in this area, go check that out for me. See what you guys find out, because I'd like to find out more about that. I mean, did the, I mean, it don't really tell about what, um, happened to the boy if he died, or, I mean, it said he died, but I mean, how did he die? Was it a car wreck or, I mean, what? I'm looking at my notes real quick. See if I got something anywhere. Okay, well, I got this. One more story I fibbed. But it looks like it's going to be a shorty. But that's really okay. All right, now, our last story is the West 7th, West 7th Street in Port Arthur, Texas. Legend has it that a woman once tried to cross the train tracks on 7th and was violently, uh, oh, gross, was violently decapitated by a passing locomotive, <coughs> which means somehow she tripped and fell and when she got hit and ran over, it decapitated her. Yeah. Ah, that'd have been a gross sight. To this day, it's been said that the woman's ghost can be seen besides the ghost tracks of at night. A few train conductors have discussed seeing her apparition. 
What is strange about the uh, uh, accounts accounts is that when they looked at the tracks ahead, she would not appear, or she would not appear. The dip, the decapitated woman would only reveal herself after the train had passed, slowly, slowly following in its wake. So, the according to this legend. This woman wouldn't uh, appear until uh, the train has passed, which is kind of weird because, I mean, that's that's what she should have done as a human is look both ways before she crossed the track. But now she's doing it as a ghost and won't cross till it's passed. So, yeah, it's just crazy some of the way these people die and stuff like that. Tragic deaths, I've noticed reading these stories and been doing this ghost story stuff. I have noticed that um, tragic uh, endings to people's lives is like automatically hauntings. I mean, you got to think about it because you tragically die a certain way or something and your spirit probably don't get that you're dead or understand, you know, and they're stuck here, I guess. I don't know. I don't know a whole lot about the supernatural, but I, I am very uh, intellectual in it. <laughs> Well, guys, like I said, sorry this episode was this episode was short, but I hope you enjoyed it. Um, and like I said, guys, I really want to start interacting more with my fans. So if you guys have any stories, any stories, man, reach out to me. Uh, here's my email. It's all little. Uh, it's all lowercase. Ghost stories told from the south at gmail dot com. Uh, and I got the uh, ghost stories told from the South uh, Facebook. Go there in my DMs and tell me. So you got two ways of telling me right there, guys. So do it. I'd appreciate it. I really want to get more uh, interactive with the fans. And I'm trying to come up with some shirt ideas, too. So that's coming in the works. So, yeah. And another thing I have heard, and I don't know if you guys have heard, I have heard that Stitcher, Towards the end of August is closing shop. They will be no more. They're folding up. They're heading home. They're done. So if you're listening to my show or any of the other any of the other podcasts I have, you're gonna have to find another platform. But don't worry, on this platform, I'm I mean on this ghost stories, I'm pretty much on every platform. I know I'm on um iTunes, Amazon, Google Play, um, all that, uh, Spotify. So, and I got the YouTube channel. So, yeah, guys, just check me out there too. And uh, every Saturday, these uh, come on, and I try to do them on Friday nights so they come out. I just got behind this week, so please don't hurt me. Don't beat me up. But yeah, guys, just uh. Yeah, I would really like y'all's input, and y'all tell me some stories. Or if y'all have any uh, stories that happen to you or a family member, let me know. Or who knows? I can get your phone number, and I could just, you could tell your story right over the podcast. You know, I mean, I'd love to interact more with the fans. So wherever you're hearing this around the world, interact with me. Tell me your stories. Tell me some of the haunted roads around your place, or some haunted places, and I'll keep them in my files and talk about them at a later time but yeah you guys y'all just uh interact more uh show's getting bigger and i love it so 
but um boo I'm glad y'all guys like it. So this uh this one was a pretty good, but I'll make next week's really juicy and make it last a little bit longer. But I'm so glad you guys like my show. I'm so glad you guys listen. And I'm just so humble. I'm getting hurt around the world, and you guys love it. And that's so amazing. God, that's cool. But with that being said, it's time to go, and I hate it. So, But like I said, you guys be good. Be scary. Uh, hit me up on my DMs. Uh, talk to me. And remember, you can find me on any of these platforms for this show. And don't worry, next Saturdays will be coming out at 3 o'clock in the morning. <laughs> so, you guys have a good one. Be scary. Watch out for the ghosts and goobly goblins. And uh, this is uh, Stephen LeBooth telling you goodbye from Ghost Stories Told from the South. I will see you later. Have a good one. And uh, be scary, man. Bye. <laughs>